What's up, everybody? It's the Salt Straight Talk Show. It is Wednesday, January the 29th. And uh, I would have had an episode out probably way before today. We won't be recording today. Probably going to be uploading on, on a Thursday. Going to have some, you know saying, some Super Bowl talk. Going to be added with that episode as well. But I got my guest with me, one of my favorite guests. Matthew Sutton, we are some diehard Laker fans. And, uh, you know, saying, talking through the, you know, saying, for, uh, the threads of, you know, saying, Facebook with <clears throat> sports debates and all that stuff like that. We found that common interest in, in the Los Angeles Lakers. And with, you know, I'd be damned, you know, saying, when you have, you know, saying all the, the debates and discussions, you know what I'm saying, Matt, you know, saying like all the discussions yeah. that we didn't had, you know, I cannot believe that we're going to have this whole episode talk about what we're going to talk about for the reason of, but Matt, what's going on? Yeah, not too much, man. I'd rather be sitting here talking about the Lakers being in first place and looking like they're ready to make a run or what trade they might want to make. But uh, it's been an interesting week, man. I mean, it's been, I don't know. You, you and I have talked a couple times, and especially over Facebook, and it's just, you know, uh, trying to figure out how to how to rationalize and or deal with, with what happened with Kobe and his daughter and the others who died in the, in the helicopter crash. It's been crazy, man. I'm not even quite sure how to how to think about it. I've not talked about it, so this will be my first time talking about it. I've not watched anything. I've not read anything. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, we got we got to get into it because he had a tremendous impact on uh, not only game of basketball but on both our lives. I mean, like you and I talked about before, we we never met the man, we weren't friends, but it felt like we grew up with him. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that, and, that's, and, that, and that's the connection that we have, and that's the one crazy thing about it. Like, you know, like somebody like Randy Moss, he's from West Virginia. I've you know I've I've bumped, I've ran I've met Randy Moss probably about two or three times. You know, what I'm saying why did it? I can say that I've watched go from high school to college to go to the pros. I've seen him grow up. So, I mean, like, Moss is on that – I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Kobe Bryant is on that same level that Randy Moss is on, and he's from here, from West Virginia, where we're from. And Kobe just all the way across the country, California, a Philadelphia kid who came from Italy and he went to Philadelphia. I've seen him on a magazine, you know what I'm saying, like his name. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was always get the college basketball books. So we can put the names on the college, and you you but the names on the back you always had like you know they might highlight you know they highlight Kobe Bryant. You highlight sure. the names like that. You see names like uh, Tim Thomas or something like that, and you're like, oh okay, those are like up and comers right there. It's gonna be in the book, and then all of a sudden you see him on the front of a big magazine and they're talking about him. <laughs> right, yeah. Came in and you're like, whoa, but I you know that. Is somebody that we, like you said, we grew up with, and I, you know, I've, I mean, like, I've shed a tear every day since then. And you know, what I'm saying, just thinking about the nine people on yes. the helicopter that's in a situation where they cannot, they are in zero control at a point of tragic event. They're in no control, and that's just like when you look at, like, say, like the Vegas shooting or. Or right. 9-11, you think of like the plane disappearance or plane uh, uh, the planes that do go down, like the Marshall plane. You think of like tragic events like that, you know what I'm saying? Like I can think of where you'd be like, man, like 
can you believe on a regular Sunday? This is like like on a on a regular old Sunday in the morning time, but yeah. it's you know we're on Eastern time, and so it's around like it's around noon, noonish, you know, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd be damned. I'm looking. I get an uh, I get a message from a, a friend of mine, Jeremiah Walker, and he he sends me a mail. Goes Kobe dead and put SMH. I swiped the message and was like, oh, he's talking about <laughs> LeBron James passing him because he's yeah. a LeBron type. He's a he's a Jordan guy, but he's a LeBron. He he's he, he's like he like LeBron. So I'm like, he's just trying to you know. And then so I'm talking to my cousin about. You know, saying like my 2K season that I got with Kobe, <laughs> right, yeah. 42 yeah. years old. You know, so I got the Kobe. I said, I got my old Kobe. I'm trying to get him a six ring. And then I'm like, I, I went to Twitter and I shouldn't have did that. I right. Yeah, that's where I was. That's where I was all the time. Yeah. Went to Twitter and then I went and I started seeing it's a joke. And oh, this is a yeah. fake. There's no way. And then people atting Kobe, Kobe, say something, Kobe. <laughs> and I'm just like, man. I'm just like, I mean, I think that was like the, that was, you know, I, I I'm sitting up at the, and it's, you know, again, it, it'll go down as one of those, one of those days that I always remember where I was at. I was sitting up at the YMCA watching some friends play tennis, sitting there talking to somebody, and I'm just on, tw- you know, on Twitter, and I see the TMZ post, and I said, this is garbage. Like this is TMZ, right? I mean, yeah. that some, something's messed up somewhere. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna worry about this. So I keep, you know, keep on Twitter. And then it starts to get a little bit more. Then it starts to get a little bit more. And it's like, wait a minute now. And everybody's saying the same thing. This has got to be a joke. This has got to be a joke. And then all of a sudden, you start to see other news outlets, and you're like, yeah, this is actually real. And you know, and then you start, you know, seeing the. ESPN and ABC News and all those folks doing it. You're like, yeah. my God, this is this is terrible. And Not then it starts about his kid. And it starts about his kids. And then it's and it's like, so Rick Fox, <laughs> Rick Fox, that was weird. But watching yeah. it, watching it unfold in real time, like I think that's a big difference. Obviously, today with social media, because there was so much confusion. Nobody knew what was real or what wasn't real, yeah. and who these reporters were. That made it all that much worse. That's yeah. made it all that worse because you're yeah. sitting there in real time trying to figure out what's going on. And I can remember yeah. talking to you and be like, man, all I hope is his daughters weren't on there. And right. Then, and then the next thing you know, you see it. all four, you like, yeah. what the uh, Yeah. It, it was it was bad. And I, you know, I think it part of part of the, the struggle with it was that, right? I mean, it wasn't it, it was sort of that learning experience and everybody kind of figuring out at the same time and then just the reality of it, it's just so, it was just so weird. And I can remember, you know, sitting there thinking like how bad I felt. And I'm like, you know, later in the day, and I'm like, man, they're, these people, they're families who are devastated now. Like their yeah. lives are ruined. And I'm some, you know, like you said, some dude sitting in West Virginia who never met the man. But right. I think everybody, it was interesting because I, I read, a, you know, that, that day I sort of looked at stuff and people saying it's not very often there's almost like a shared tragic experience that that millions of people feel and i felt like that was one of those days where everybody felt kind of the same you just didn't know how to feel and just heartbroken the yeah. whole thing yeah i mean i immediately I, like i said I, I teared up and you know so i was like and then you know hear about the daughter and then hear about the another 13 year old daughter it's like then it's the parents and then it's like oh my god it's like I, I just like I was going down the street and I was just like wow because I didn't you know this month has been crazy I lost an aunt that you know she didn't oh, live early you know what I'm saying so I mean like I lost another aunt she lived a 
more of a full life. But you know, what I'm saying it's just crazy. Like two aunts on the same day, and you know, what I'm saying like it just too much death, and it just like it, 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 it hit me, man. To where like I I haven't been right, and you know, saying and uh, it, it it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. I think it, it, it was interesting, and I think I told you this, and I've told everybody that, like, I uh, had to continue to remind myself that I didn't know him. Like, it wasn't a good friend of mine, but right. it was just hard hard to separate that out because when I, I've never followed a professional athlete or an entertainer or anything like that as much as I've followed Kobe Bryant throughout his entire sort of public life, right? right. So this yeah. was a guy that I, I you know, and, you know, I came up a Lakers fan. I was a Lakers fan by the age of six, and I was Magic Johnson all the way. That's all I wanted to do. Even growing up playing basketball, I didn't want to score. I wanted to throw one-handed skip passes because that's what Magic Johnson did, right? Mm-hmm. So that was – but I didn't appreciate. I wasn't old enough to understand how great Magic was at the time. But to be able to – Kobe was that one guy that – you know, I was old enough to appreciate him and what he was doing and what he was going through and follow along with his career mm-hmm. and then have him to stay with the Lakers that, you know, 20 years. Like, I feel like we spent a lot of time together, him and I. <laughs> like, we spent a lot of late nights together. Yeah. And it's like, it's like this thing that I'm doing now, like, I had, you know, saying like, which I still, I, I got aspirations to sit there and say this is going to turn into something where, like, I have guests. Yeah. To a point to where that could have been like on a Kobe level, right. where it was like, dang, yeah. I might be able to meet Kobe if I got, you know, saying, uh, uh start getting That's passes right. and, and state media passes and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, you're building up for things like that. Now that's done, that's crushed. Like, just like yeah. you saying about the Hall of Fame speech, like the Hall of yeah. Fame speech is going to be golden, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Golden. And that when you're not going to get that, you know what I'm saying? And just, I, I, I it, it's, it's tough because, like, like you said, of like what we have, you know, saying we we grew up with him from afar, and it's just like every single thing. Like I have probably said with Floyd Mayweather, and do some crazy and everything like that. Roy Jones, uh, um, um, uh, Reggie Miller, you know, saying I was a big Reggie Miller fan. And then, you yep. know, when it, when it came, when Kobe Bryant came to the league, I, that's where I followed him from Laura Mary and my brother, thanks to my brother, who showed yeah. me the guy. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, he comes <laughs> yeah. up. So I'm like, okay. And then you hear the stories like Michael Cooper. Like, I, I'm i I'm yeah. a kid in here, but I, you know, I'm like, oh, I heard he did Michael Cooper in, but I'm like, Michael Cooper kind of old. But I'm like, <laughs> but he, he, he tore up Michael Cooper. And you know, yeah. say that that's when you're hearing stuff like that, and then you understand. I that's when I started to understand about trades in the draft, you know, saying right. players getting right. traded when you get drafted. That's, that's when I started understanding that. So, I mean, like, that was a big crucial part of my life of understanding sports through the ins and outs instead of just watching the games and running in and out, jumping on the video game, and coming back in the fourth quarter, like, what's happening, and running outside, coming back yeah. inside, missing <laughs> like the whole first half of the game. That's when I really started watching sports the games and understanding stuff when this man came in the league. So, I mean, yeah. like, you just think I've been watching sports all this time, and Kobe Bryant has been that number one person right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I, you know, I grew up a big baseball fan and, and um, uh, you know, follow guys throughout their careers. But I, I think, again, with Kobe, you know, I'm a, I'm a team fan. So, I, when I was – Six, seven years old, I pick my teams, right? So Lakers, Mets, Redskins. Now, I, so I'm not – I've always said I'll stick with the team, not with the player. 
So yeah. people come and go. Dwight Good and Daryl Strawberry, those were my guys. They went, you know, to the to the uh, Yankees and the Dodgers. I still followed them, but I was still a Mets guy. And mm-hmm. guys came and went on the Lakers. Shaq, right? Shaq was there, but Shaq's gone. I'm a Lakers guy. Come yeah. So, yeah. so not only was you know it was my on my favorite team, um, not only was he on my favorite team, he was my favorite player on my favorite team, and just never left. So I, I got to spend an entire career with him, where everybody else kind of came and went, and so it's just it's one of those things where you know he. And then as his career grew, he became more open. He became a different person. And sort of you got to once he let people into who he was. And the thing I keep thinking about more than anything with all this is, you know, and I know, and you know, basketball fans know and appreciate how much focus and energy and determination he had on the basketball court. And he was going to take that to the rest of the world. Yeah. And that's what we won't get. That's what we won't get now. He was going to take that. I mean, I think about him. He's the one who's sitting out there telling everybody that WNBA players could play in the NBA right. and they need to be out. He's out there pushing female sports. He's out there writing kids' books. He's out there starting businesses. He, he's the kind of person that he's 41 years old that had another 40 years to, ch- yeah. to change the world. And you weren't going to tell him no, right? We knew that from the basketball court. So if he would have got the time to put that effort into the world, Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell, man. It's hard to tell and what he would have been. The crazy thing about Kobe Bryant is about like his life and, and everything. It's like when you hear people that like that you that wasn't famous before, like they were like him that blew up or whatever. Like uh, I think Jimmy Fallon had something to say, and then like other people that mm-hmm. ran him when he was a kid. You know, what I'm saying yeah, and I thought that was interesting that Kobe Bryant through his life would pop up and call you and, and you call like you know he just called Oprah like out of nowhere or yeah. he called, <laughs> yeah. he, called he called um Jordan Peele you know what I'm saying out of nowhere yeah. just to talk it's like dang you like you sitting there now at this point like I wonder if Kobe's gonna call me like you know what I'm saying like yeah. probably I want a celebrity probably sit back like damn like well Kobe gonna call me you know what I'm saying like shit Denzel like you ain't called me yet damn it you know yeah. or, you <laughs> that's know right yeah you know, you wonder it because he's always seeking that information and stuff like that. But that goes back to where I, like I said, people can sit there and talk about what documentaries are going to come out about Kobe and stuff and whatever. Um, the 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 main documentary that he made that came out on Showtime that's that's the one I right. the authentic one because he, yeah. he narrated it. So everything about his life, and I thought that was interesting that in Italy this man had tapes of games where he listened to these games and you know what I'm saying like he 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 did his his uh, I think his granddad started sending them games with tapes and stuff where you can see mm-hmm. him. he would go out there and start on the court and mimic the games moves yeah mimic moves mimic the, game. Yeah. the mimic like oh it's really five for four minutes left he doing the moves what he just saw in the game and in the, yeah. where, the point where he was listening to some games on audio, he's sitting there listening to a guy that we will never even know go coast to coast and finish the layup. And that's exactly what he was like. Oh, I need to learn yeah. how to go coast to coast and finish with my left hand. And yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. When at eight years old, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I mean, it was, inc- it was, was incredible to hear him talk was- about how he, how he came up, it, how he came up playing like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
you know, uh, I was playing Tecmo basketball when I was eight years old, right? So I was Ninja Turtle cereal bowl with a. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but to but to hear him, like, I think the thing about about Kobe that the especially Lakers fans, but I think basketball fans in general, and it, you know, it's going to be. Well, I say, but I think I think the thing that people sort of appreciate about him most was he always was learning. Like he would always want to do something different, and you know, I you could even hear him tell stories and other people tell stories um, where he would learn different languages just to be able to trash talk players that were on the other side of the court. Yep. And you know, I, you know, they would catch him off surprise. Even heck, even Luca, you know, a month yep. ago. That yeah. he was talking to him, he just turned around like, "Who's cursing at me in my native right. language?" Right. I had no idea. And I, you right. know, it, he would do that stuff when he had teammates. He would. You remember those Lakers teams? And see, I, I, I'm a. We could talk about you know number eight Kobe for number eight Kobe versus number twenty four Kobe. I'm a I'm a number twenty four guy, yeah. but because what he did and how he became that student of the game, where you know he was on the court with Sasha Vujacic and Pau Gasol yeah. and all these guys speaking their own language to them while they were playing, while he was talking English, while he was doing all that kind of stuff, because that's how he knew he was going to take things to the next level. And, and uh, it was just, it was just great. It was just great. Uh, That's why, that's why I really appreciated that somebody said that Kobe's second act in basketball with Powell and everybody was damn near more impressive than what he did with Shaq, because here's the things that you can highlight. Um, Powell wasn't Shaq. That's that's, that's right. first and foremost. Powell was a good player, wasn't Shaq. Um, think of the other but people. Powell was what Kobe, but Powell's what Kobe needed. I'm yeah, yeah Powell was what Kobe needed at right. that time, but he was not he's not Shaq, he's not a brown he's not Shaq. No way. That's, yeah. that's my this is my point that I'm gonna get at. Yeah. Powell had Casal had flashes as a grizzly where it was out of his world. He dunked on Kevin Garnett, he had right. was, made it to the all-star game for crying out loud. He he had moments, but the point was he was soft. We can get mm-hmm. his head in the fourth quarter. He disappears. Who brought that out of him? Kobe Bryant. Right. Who right. made Lamar Odom, who made Lamar Odom more consistent than what he should have been? Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. What I mean? yeah. then you brought a Vujovic, talked his language, yeah. got him more uh, less timid. He made bigger shots. Then you look Our at Judge um, Artest. Yeah. Jordan Farmar yeah. was timid as hell. Kobe Bryant yeah. in his chest, like, come on, Farmar. And Farmar played good minutes. Luke Walton uh, 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 was able to share the the, the, the equalness of saying, like, yeah. IQ. I think Luke Walton's got a great IQ. And I think that was great to where Kobe was able to sit there and, like, and, and look at that, you know, saying he's the head coach now. I'm, I'm looking at these yeah. names where Kobe had Shannon Brown, where he had him in his role. Yeah. I'm naming these guys that would not be successful with other teams if they didn't have yeah. Kobe being Brian. I'm just saying. You, you no, that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. You're done. Russell Westbrook, you're done. <laughs> Russell well, Westbrook, thing, you're like, done. Yeah, you look at – you know, you look at that, and I'm – you know, I'm probably one of the bigger Pal Gasol fans that there is right he doesn't probably had that many fans but i'm a, i just love that guy i love his game and all that but that celtics lost in the finals man it was it was painful yeah. it was painful that year where they lost and you know there that was going to be his thing right he was wasn't gonna be able to step up you could bully him garnett could beat him around perkins could beat him up and he wasn't gonna be able to do it and you know to get to get the difference between the next year but you look at i mean 
you know, you look at a guy like Lamar Odom, man, he was he was one of the best players in the league when he was yeah. playing with Kobe. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, all, all those guys that he brought out, and it was – what I liked about 24 was he became much more eight, – eight was just the raw athlete that was mm-hmm. better than everybody else, right? Well, still okay. studied, still studied, but he was okay. just better than everybody else. Well, but 24 was – that's when the mental game came in. That's when he right. started to outsmart people, and that's when he started to outthink them. And, you know, because his – this, you know, natural talents were, were fading into that part of this. Still it was amazing, but he wasn't as athletic. So he right. became smarter than everybody else. He adjusted his game better than anybody else, probably I in the history of basketball, think, to be think, to play, be able to play for 20 years. He extended his superstar to a whole nother what? I mean, say, yeah. I mean, be realistic here. From the point of saying 2000 and, let's say 2007, 2007, 2008, he turned into another superstar, and and it lasted all the way to 2012, to where he for the, the leading up to the Achilles injury. Yeah, so I think like, you and I, you and I even talked about on the pod like should they retire 24 or eight, and it was like both. Yeah, both of them had Hall of Fame careers. Right, both of them had, were were amazing. It was just a, it was a different style player, right. and uh, he made I, it like I love <laughs> like Kobe made it like a real movie. He made it like yeah. it was a real movie, and 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 that's you know let's go from eight. Let's see. Let's talk about eight here. Let's talk about the Kobe Bryant against Utah. Uh, <laughs> airballing, airballing those, and and you know, and, and that makes me think about Jerry West last night. I don't know if you caught the TNT on NBA. You said Jerry been watching stuff like that. I haven't watched Jerry, anything. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry West, man. I mean, that was that was that was tough to watch. But Jerry West, like you said, he said. And, and and you you find out the more and more that's crazy and that sucks when when people perish or you know you find yeah. out more and more things you be like damn I ain't know that because people hold that stuff in but right. to sit there and be like damn he sit there and was like Shaq wasn't even a Laker yet and was like I think you need to think about coming to the Lakers because I think I'm gonna draft the best player in the league in probably about the next four or five years. I mean, yeah, you yeah. you call Shaq yeah. and you sit there and tell this man like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I know we got Eddie Jones and whatnot, but I'm yeah. just telling you, there's a guy named Kobe Bryant. I mean, I I'm, I know you got Penny, but there's a guy named Kobe Bryant. Yeah. There's going to be something here in the next four to five years. I think you <laughs> might want to come over here. And then boom, you, you get Kobe and you get Shaq, and like he's and, and it's crazy. He said he he looked at Eddie Jones like, hmm. I need to go ahead and let him go because Eddie was nasty. Eddie, Eddie was nasty. I mean, he was a great basketball player for basketball when, those... I used to, when I used to pick the yeah, Lakers. I, I used to, I used to score with Eddie Jones because I'm like, oh, I need to get, I need to, because he gets a real quick bucket, real quick. He get in there, get yeah. a little side dunk on live. But it's just yeah. like when he traded him, he said, I needed Kobe to start. And then yeah. I said, yeah. like Jerry West put him in position for those air balls in Utah. The, right, man right, the, yeah. the man came in won the dunk contest and just just shattered that. You remember that night? Did you watch that? Did you watch the dunk? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that, yeah. that when he had Brandy in the stands. I was like, I was like, <laughs> man, he got Brandy. He got right, Brandy. right. Yeah, he. No, shot. I mean that was he, he was. It was interesting because what you wondered about him at that point in time was did he. 
he's what 17 18 years old he's coming into the los angeles lakers yeah they've been down a little bit but here comes Shaq. here they start to build up like is there is this kid going to be able to focus on basketball Mm -hmm. and that's all the man did like you say you said he had brandy in the stands at that point in time in life we'd all have killed to have five minutes with brandy Mm -hmm. right so i mean but you think about it and somebody that young that impressionable but all that dude wanted to do was play basketball and he's been 20 years honing his craft and spending all of his time and attention uh, playing playing basketball he got better he got better every year we went along the rookie game the rookie game he shot the ball like 30 times at the rookie game (laughs) he shot that ball so many times man like you know he was driving to the lane like a madman. He was like, he yeah. was. I mean, I was like, he playing like it's the finals. I was laughing. Right. I was like, he's playing like for real, for real. Like I said, Kobe Bryant, my cousin, God rest his soul. We watched every All Star Weekend together, and we were sitting there yeah. like, Kobe, this Kobe guy, so best that he won the dunk contest, and then and then you know you start to see more and more of them. And of course, you know that. You know who's gonna be up winning it, you know, saying who's who's up winning, but you you keeping an eye on this guy. And I'm praying for my Pacers. You know, I'm like, hey, my Pacers are coming up. Here come, you know, saying Rick Smith, he's still hanging in there, Reggie and everybody. <laughs> but, you know, and you got Jalen Rose, you know, saying that that was a that was big to get Jalen Rose. I'm sitting there thinking like, okay. Oh yeah. We 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 Mark Jackson, Jalen Rose, Reggie. Yep. We started to turn into that good little team. And then I who who who'd have thought that we would make it to the finals? You know what I'm saying? Oh. I, I, I did not I did not see that coming. So whenever Shaq and Kobe finally turned into that monster duo, and you know what I'm saying, it goes it goes ham. And you know what I'm saying, like that's you know what I'm saying, like I was like, damn, I should have been a Lakers fan. As a kid, I was sitting yeah. up with that. <laughs> my dad's a Laker fan. My uncle's a Laker fan. I got cousins Laker fan. So I wasn't. I couldn't sit there at that moment and be like, "All right, I'm a Laker," because they would have been like, "No, <laughs> yeah, Hell no." So I, I had to wait. I mean, like I actually had to wait. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, okay. <laughs> so Reggie, so I'm hanging. So we lost in the finals. I said I knew it because game four, Shaq fouled out. Kobe being yeah. looked at the that crowd. Was it. The Shaq was like, got it, calm down. I got yeah, it. yeah. I got it. This is in Indiana. He telling Indiana, oh, <laughs> jump out the, yeah. yeah, watch this. It went nuts. nuts. Went crazy. Yeah, came up, coming out. Yeah. I mean, that was, he, that was, you know, was his thing. That was that was my favorite. That's my that's my. I, whenever I got home from the night of when he when he passed, that was the first yeah. game I watched. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I mean, he, you know, it was, it was the, the Shaq years were interesting because, you know, it, it, you knew, you knew Kobe could be great, but Shaq was the man, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you, we can debate, looking back now, you can debate who was more important and whatnot, but, you know, it, the fact that just appreciating the two of them together, but you, you wonder, I always wonder how Kobe would have developed without a Shaq. Right. I mean, does he become, you know, Shaq and then, and then also Phil Jackson. Right. So how does he develop at that point? And I think getting to spend I, that time with Phil was, was interesting because I wonder, would he have been 
I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to make comparisons, but it would he, you know, been a, been a James Harden type where it was all, you know, <clears throat> put up big numbers, but not get in there. Like he had to learn to win. Like he had to learn to win and be in the yeah. field. I think I think his ability to go field. seek information. I think the, the yeah. young yeah the, the, he did that at a very young age. So I think if he didn't have a shack, he he was going to fit. Like his path was going to yeah. figure out ways to mature. I think like yeah. that's the one thing you can mention about Kobe is like his maturity is so so spot on to, to most players. Like you know, what I'm saying you got guys that was like that. You know, what I'm saying like Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it took guys a while. The guys that were real good. I mean, LeBron True. James. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hate to but, say it, but LeBron James, it took a while for him to really mature. Because no, it took him what? I mean, Tim almost took him seven, eight years. Right. Really. I mean, right. I mean, before he got there, and I, it, it was, it was a, a, a it was, they were so fun to watch. Those teams were so fun to watch. Those Lakers, those Shaq and Kobe. And it was, it was just domination. Like you look at them and you say, it's, especially in those first couple of years, like if they wanted to win, they'd win. No doubt about it. If there was a game they wanted to win, you could not stop them. You just right. couldn't do it. It got, it got fractured. They tried to get too creative with Malone and Peyton. Oh, I mean, it just got to be a mess there at the end. But, you know, those years they won those championships. Like, if they wanted to win, they were going to win. There was nothing they, you could do about it. When they swept San Antonio, what was it, 2000? Yeah. When they swept that, man, listen, Tim Duncan, man, he, he – it was – I mean, because David Robinson was, was a shell of himself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, he couldn't provide no type of backup to what Shaq and Kobe was doing because Shaq was just giving it to him. I mean, and Tim Duncan, when he was trying to guard Shaq most of the time, and, you know, in the times he did, he knew, okay, I'm either going to foul him and it's going to mess up my offensive game. He couldn't get going. And they didn't have nothing really to, to present them. And then, you know, it just you, – you, Rick Fox, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about a guy that was, you know, like he, he said that Kobe made me at a, at, a, at a point in my career where I could probably could have, you know, laxed off and where it could have been. He said – but Kobe made me sit there and be like, no, hey, I'm, I'm still – I got to still bring it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we saw that and we saw Ori like that. So when people tried to say that Kobe was such a bad teammate, look at the effect that he did when he was 20, 21, 22 years old when you got grown men that was in the league sit there and said, they're not going to lie. They sit there and yeah. said that, man, this kid made me go hard. Yeah, I, I will always argue. Again, never been in the locker room with the man, but I will always argue with people who want to say he's a bad teammate. What I always say is, he, he, you had to meet his expectation, and yeah. some people could do that, and some people liked it, and some people didn't. I mean, it just didn't work. Like Bush Parker was never going to meet Kobe's expectation, right. but when you end up with a guy like you know, especially as he got later in the career, he he was wasn't going to fool around, and he didn't want any nonsense. And so, right. when you look at like the guys who were, you know. A little bit, you know, whether it's, you know, they a little out of hand or a little wild, crazy, like Odom and, and Ron Artest and those guys who had a hard time focusing other places. When they got to play with Kobe, man, that was it. Like, it just turned them into different people. And yeah. you you either met his expectations or that was it. And it was so funny. I did, you know, I still look on Twitter. I think it was Lou Williams tweeted. Of course, this was later. I forget who he was tweeting at. Uh, but – uh, yeah, Nick Young, yeah, yeah, where, you know, he was saying, you know, 
they came in and he took the Kobe's away from them uh, because they were because they were soft. So he went and took everybody's Kobe, threw them in the trash, and say so they did deserve them because they were soft. And like that was him. And yeah. it, it, and you, I don't think you can replicate that in today's game. I don't think that that a Kobe with that kind of intensity, yeah. even you saw through the end of his career, it, it just didn't work anymore because right. players aren't like that. I mean, could you like? Could you? I mean, listen, I'm I think the world of Kevin Durant. But could you imagine Kobe and Kevin Durant on the team? Like, I, I feel like Kevin Durant would be sitting in a corner, just shaking. Like he couldn't. Hey, I don't think you could handle. And nothing wrong with Durant. He's an amazing basketball player and all time great. But that's not the way he's playing today. He'd be on his burner account like Kobe a bitch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just not like it's not. Some some of them, right? I mean, I think you give Kobe somebody like Giannis or something like that, it'd be great. But like some of these guys, they're not. That's not the way they're gonna play, and that's okay. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they wouldn't be able to handle. They wouldn't be able to handle him. But he adapted. Like he took a lot of these young players, and you know, and would call them up, and give them phone calls, and give them advice, and turned into just to this mentor. He got better out of Kwame Brown than what Margaret Jordan did. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And I'm not saying no Kwame Brown averaged 12, 15 points or nothing like that. I'm saying he just got a better version of Kwame Brown than what Michael Jordan could get. I mean, but let me seriously, though, do you remember how much of a beast Andrew Bynum was when he played with Kobe Bryant? Yeah. I mean, that dude was a monster. Right. A monster. And then he played like five basketball games after he left the Lakers. And that was it. Like, he was done. And, you know, there were a lot of those guys that, that he either propped up or put them in a place where they could – they could win, but it, it is it is that thing too. Like he could have, he would have been that person. Like you know, if you're a, if you're a young big guy, you want to work out with uh, Elijah one. Like you want to work out with him. That's the guy you go to. Yeah. All these guys would have been begging Kobe to work out, and he. I don't think he would have worked out with them, but I think he would have. Well, he already would. Mentally, he would coach them mentally. He he he, he, would, he he was he was he said, man, look. Kobe Bryant on one interview said that guys, most guys, they don't want to work out with me. He said most of the guys come with me looking film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most guys want me to look at film and call and ask, say, "Hey, want to pick and roll? We, what should I do? You know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, John is calls and be like, yeah. they were sitting there doing this. Next time, what he's like, he's you know, on the summer. He said, you know, Kawhi, Kyrie, DeRozan." We call want to work out or want to come out and he's you know work out about three or four days and you know what I'm saying and, and bounce or whatever like that. But yeah. he was like he said, but mostly he said you know James Harden. He said James Harden called me like hey, I'm seeing some film. He said he called me the most you know saying on that or Giannis. Yeah, and he was like Giannis, yeah. yeah, and you know what I'm saying so it's just like dang, like you are that film guru. He was going to end up coaching, uh, coaching probably end up being an owner of the Lakers. You know, I, that's why I looked at his yeah. path. Like, he probably ended up somewhere coaching and somewhere we – or either that or doing his little, you know, producing and things when he's doing his studios or whatever. But I said ownership was something that you talked about even on one oh, podcast yeah. when we was talking yeah. that one time. So I always thought that, when, especially when you had said that, when you said that from that moment ago, I was like, damn, yeah. I do see that. I do yeah. see him in ownership. Because he's stacking his bread and he's making his name right and he's in that stable center. He was he was popping up like the president, man. What oh yeah, like it. Oh, well, was- I mean, yeah. I mean, I you know I was telling it was this has been a couple months ago. Uh, no, it was in the 
it was in the off season uh, before we hired Frank Vogel. And I was sitting with some friends and they were like, oh, Kobe's going to come coach. He's going to come coach. And I said, if Kobe Bryant coaches, he'll be the head coach of a WNBA team. Yeah. Um, I, I believe he would have done that. He'd have gone there because he appreciated the, the type of game they played and he would have he would have wanted to help those women get the credit they deserve because they're right. fucking amazing basketball players. And he would have gone over there and done that, you know, because he would have wanted to do it for his daughters and show them those things. And but he was gonna own the Lakers one day. There's no doubt about it. I mean, but All he right. was like he came to a game and Players just stopped and, you know, they just stopping, you know, and, you know, trying to take the ball out there to stop and try to dab Kobe up or something like that. Yeah, real he quick. Like, oh, this dead ball real quick. Let me run over there to be talk to Kobe or let me look at Kobe. Like Jordan, it was like in this, and I'm not doing no shade to Michael Jordan just because Kobe died. This is like people want to yeah. throw that shit out there or, or, or here we go. People are going to be throwing Kobe in top five. Stop it. Because we had this argument going while this man was alive. So and you got right. the same crowd of people. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to still say whatever. But all I'm going to say is about Michael Jordan is that, like, people to people, like, it's like people was more intimidated of Jordan or to say was whatever. Even after his career, even point of saying, like, LeBron James looked at Michael Jordan, took three dribbles down on a fast break and dunked it and looked at Michael Jordan he while he dunked it and landed and looked at Michael Jordan and went down. He didn't smile, go over there and dab yeah. Jordan up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jordan never had that approach to him. I feel like Kobe became much more approachable. Right. Uh, especially as especially as he became he became older. It was it 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 I found him to be off the basketball court. Just again didn't know the man. I found him to be a fascinating person like I feel like he has so many different personalities. You didn't know who he actually was, right? I mean, you you'd see him, and then, but I feel like these last two years, where you go and you'd see him out in public a little bit more, and you'd see him with his daughters, and you'd see him at games. He just was having fun. Man. He was just he doesn't know when the pressure wasn't on. He was just out there enjoying himself. He didn't want to make a big deal about it all. He just wanted to come and watch a basketball game with his daughter or with his family, and and you know, and hang out and. He was just – it seemed like he was ready and poised. He was going to – you know, and I think I you know, said this with you. He spent basically twenty his 20 adult years, his first 20 adult years, doing nothing but playing basketball. That's he didn't get to spend a lot of time with his family. He didn't get to spend a lot of time with his wife. He didn't get to spend a lot of time with his daughters. And that was going to be his going life. And that's what he said. He's like, I want to go spend time with my family. And he did. I mean, he didn't disappear, but you didn't, we didn't see him that much. And he just wanted to coach his daughter's basketball team and be there when his daughter graduated high school and, and have a newborn. And to think all that's gone now is just it's just it's just crazy, man. It's just so sad because um, he had he had so much more to so much more to give. Yeah. I don't even think we cracked the surface as to what he was gonna like. What we got out of Kobe was entertainment. I learned. I mean, I learned you know things from Kobe and read the book and watched him in interviews and stuff like that, but we got to see the entertainer. I don't yeah. know what – I don't know where he was heading, but it, it was somewhere special. I, I was, and I was like, I said, Kobe was probably going like, end up in a movie one day. I said, Kobe probably be the type to be like, he did a movie. Like, he he, he, he did these, you know, the podcasts, and he did the, the short stories and these things with, like, tell with kids. I said, he'd end up in a movie. I said, he'd end up in a movie. Oh. I said, he'd be yeah. in a movie for sure. And I said, I said, the things that he would do, I said, he would be like, 
a person is going to do those speeches and he's going to show up here and stuff like that. And, and it's going to make him in a point of a power of, of where he's going to be able to be that Bruce, that black Bruce Wayne that they was starting to call him where he's out far yeah. out and in his own place or whatever. If you want something, you call Kobe, you need him, you go out there and see him. I saw hit that in him owning the team and Kobe oh, being yeah. that guy. When he got on the mic, it was like, oh, Kobe's talking. Yeah, you know, and he, and he had such a he had such a following. Like, you know, I <laughs> I remember people make you know when it when it kind of first came out before it got big. Like when I went to play a tennis match, and it was like a league match or a tournament or something like that. I always went and got two body armors to drink, and yeah. I mean that stuff's kind of nasty, man. But I'm like, this is Kobe's drink. If he yeah. can do it, I I can drink it. I drink it. Right, it's yeah. like this is Kobe's drink, and right. so everybody's out there drinking Gatorade, and I'm drinking this other stuff. And they're like, "What is that?" I was like, "It's Kobe's oh, drink, man." Kobe, I don't know man. what it is, but I'd I'd buy it. Didn't make any difference what it was. I was buying because it was his drink. And that peach mango, that peach mango ain't bad though. Yeah. Ain't gonna lie. It's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here I am, you know, at that point in time, 35 years old, sitting here buying a drink because you know some basketball player had it. Like I'm grown, right. and right. still just. It was there was just right. something about him. He was charismatic, and and you wanted to you wanted right. to know about him. You wanted you wanted to have, like you like you said about you know the players and film. Like if you said to me, Matt, you're ultimate Laker fan. We'll give you one evening with Kobe. Go out on Staples Center and play basketball. I'd say, nah. I'd rather watch a game. Like yeah. I would have given anything to watch a basketball game with that with that guy and just. Talk to him. Like yeah. I'm not, you know, a big X's and O's guy. I would just it would have been mesmerizing to try to spend a little bit of time understanding how he saw things. Right. Or just watch any or just sit down and just talk. I would say, man, like that that I remember it was a mean it was a mean question thing when those things where it was like they had tables and who you gonna sit with. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. And it had Kobe Bryant. Number one. Yeah, yeah they had Kobe <laughs> Bryant right there. I said, well, I'm going with Kobe sitting that. Number one, where Kobe yeah. at? He's sitting right there. Okay, I'm going to sit with Kobe. I'm, that's yeah. the person I'm going to first. first yeah, they had first. one with rappers. They had one with comedians. They had one, but they had yeah. one with them. I'm going to sit with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, first. yeah. What's going on, man? Like, like he, like, 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 man, like he, um, that was like whenever, um, um, when they talked about Harden, what he was doing, the score, things like that. Like, he was able to not throw shade on Harden, but teach us a lesson on how Harden was not going to win. And that's why we wasn't going to be like, hey, Kobe was right. We got to the playoffs. And so I got the <laughs> They stopped it. He didn't win. And it's like, yeah, Kobe said it. Kobe told us. He did tell yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, <laughs> if that would have been, been T Mac and somebody else sitting right there. <laughs> It wouldn't have said that. It wouldn't have stood out. It wouldn't have been like, but no, it's T Mac Kobe. And Kobe said there said that T Mac like, yeah, he right. Yeah. He shook his head. Like, yeah, I mean when he right. when he talked about it, you you listened. And I feel like he would have, you know, to 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 your point about him being in movies and stuff, I think he would have just kept challenging himself to do different things. Yeah. And and see and see what kind of, you know, could he could feel that that sort of competitive desire, whatever it is that he had. You know, to see what it was gonna, what it would have been, but you know, I think about it too, and, and I've tried to. I've said this to people for years, and people, people like you know, you say who's the most, you know, U.S. based, like you can't compete with soccer and stuff like that, like that overseas, right. but 
U.S.-based most popular athlete, people will always say Jordan. And it's not. It's, all, it's always going to be Kobe because mm-hmm. that dude took the Chinese market and dominated it like nobody else. I mean, they have a Staples Center essentially built in China just for Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he had more people that came out than would come out and see the like if the president of the United States came over there, like it was, it was amazing to watch him go over there. He controlled those markets because he appreciated other things. Like he was a soccer guy. He'd go out and hang out with the soccer players. He'd hang out with, you know, uh, Roger Federer in tennis matches and stuff. He was a culture guy too. You know, being yeah. a culture, yeah. he's going out to these places and stuff. He's doing things that other people ain't doing. He's going to see why this and that. He's knowing things that you like, damn. You took the time yeah. to learn that. Oh, you went to go to that? Yeah, that's that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he when it, in Beijing, he, he was the he, you know how Charles Barkley said Jordan was big. They said well, people love Charles. When, yeah. when people went out to Beijing, it was Brian oh. and Kobe. Kobe yeah. said, I'm still the bigger guy, buddy. Oh yeah, he always he had that, and he always felt like like you you know you comment back at Jordan and things like that. It was always funny. Like you, you look, Jordan looks like the kind of guy if you saw him out in public, you would get too nervous to go up and say hi to him. Yeah, Kobe just felt like an approachable guy. Maybe right. he wasn't. I don't have any idea, but I feel like if you saw him in a grocery store and you just politely went over to him and say, "What's up, man? Thanks for everything you've done." Like he'd dap you up and give you a hug and move on your way, yeah. and like. You know, and it was just, I, I don't know. And he, he grew so, I mean, he just, he grew so much. And, uh, you know, again, he felt like he, especially with, especially with Laker fans and basketball fans, because one of the things we were also, and I know you and I were this because we participated, we tag team a lot of this, like we defended Kobe, like he was family. You know what I mean? Like you could that's not that's come that's anything, anything bad where it, you might have just said, "Man, Kobe had a bad game." You'd be, you and I'd be on there and just tear people apart. Like you could not. Kobe's one of those dudes. Like I defended Kobe like he was my family. Like so, don't don't come at him. We can have a debate of who's greater and all that kind of stuff. But you can say this, but don't knock Kobe. Don't ever come at him because you will have a a group of people who will who will cut your throat because <laughs> we were with that like him like he, he was one of ours like he Randy was one of ours one of our family and, and Randy Moss you know, I, yeah Mayweather and Kobe Bryant don't say nothing bad about those <laughs> guys, that's man. right that's right yeah yeah so it's and, like with Kobe, with Kobe when somebody would say and you know we know somebody me and Matt oh, yeah. we yeah. know somebody there was even oh. say, and I'm not going. I'm not going to even say his name. Matter of fact, yeah. But, <laughs> but we'll say, oh, Kobe wasn't even that all good of a defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and hate it's, 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 it's going to be interesting because I. It, it will be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, right? Because obviously, we're. I think, you know, everybody's going mourn for a while, but eventually we will get back into the debates yeah. and. You know, I, I think it's it, it will be interesting to see how do people change their their sort of tone on him. Uh, I don't think in my mind he wouldn't want that. Like he wants to live, you know, live with what he wants. That's why I think too. Like I understand why the NBA had to, you know, and I especially understand why the Lakers and Clippers didn't play. But yeah. you know, why the NBA canceled some games and stuff. But I, my guess is that guy would have wanted the people to go out there and play basketball. 
<laughs> and and uh, I mean, it was hard. Like I could, you could see it on those players, man. It's struggling. Right. I understand. But you see these games that people are having, man. The are tearing yeah, they it up. up to him. Yeah, they looked up, up to him. I mean, he was a father figure to NBA players because that was who you inspired. You know, you think about who's in the league now. That's who they they didn't grow up watching Jordan. Yeah. They grew up watching Kobe, <laughs> yeah. and 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 that's that and that's that guy. And you know, it it was it. You know, it, it was. That was thinking about sort of the he, all we really most most people know about him is his basketball life. But you know when you look at all he was he had done and he even did while he was uh, you know still playing um, in business life and his personal stuff. It was just you know it's just it's just sad, man. I mean think about that. And and, true uh, maturation process, man. A pure maturation process, like a kid, yeah. like he said, to get there. He said I had. He said I had uh, eighty dollars in my pocket, and he was yeah. like, "They had me in L.A." He said I went, got a cab. He said I got the cab, went to the uh, went to the city. He said the cab was forty dollars, you know, sixty dollars. He said so now I got twenty dollars. He was like, "Man, like, what the hell is this?" You know, what I'm saying yeah. like he he had, he was thrown in, you know, like he was thrown right. in the shit, at, you know, yeah. right, you know. So it's like. It's kind of like a, it's, it's that gift of that and everything to what being, a, you know, basketball. So that's something where it's like for kids that's growing up, don't think that, well, you know, especially back then you had more people kind of like saying you're never going to make it or you can't do this stuff like oh, that. You sure. got more yeah. encouraging people. You got more encouraging things. You still got those knuckleheads that's like that. You still got people that's negative like that. But I think now you got more in today's time a more tr- uh, trending up of encouragement. But yeah. basketball can give you that where people like people on Fox News, you know, I'm not going to say all those names because I don't know all those names like that, but people on Fox News and stuff like that that will sit there and say that this is just basketball, they shut up and dribble, or like they are, um, um, they, they don't know what that this, all that stuff like that. Like this can give you a path to where you can be so smart. And so yeah, and so wise. Look at these, you know, people like Shaq. Shaq wasn't no dummy. Right, right, yeah. Shaq was no dummy, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I think Kobe looked that way and look, he was a person of an information seeker, man. So I mean Oh yeah. You, you know, and, and you know, basketball put him in positions to where he could sit there and get the knowledge of top where you say top shelf liquor, where you say rock yeah. gut, he was able to get top shelf knowledge. Through his life, and, yeah. and and look what it was happening, man! It was it was it was it was crazy. That's what it was. There's, you no, know, there's you, no different. It's no different than Frank Lucas. You know how he came up in his little and yeah. you know learned all that stuff and to do bad, but right. Kobe Bryant, you know, saying to sit there and soak all that stuff in, and boom, win an Oscar his first year out of retirement. <laughs> People thinking like he gonna go sit and chill, get fat. And you know what I'm saying? And you know, we Kobe probably will come back and be on ESPN. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oscar. I'm gonna win an Oscar and then I'm gonna like uh build a Mamba Center. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. We're gonna sit there and start having these kids coming through, and we're gonna sit there and have these. And then next thing you know, I got body armor. You mentioned body armor, yeah. And then oh, I'm even doing he's what making seventy thousand dollars in appearance. Oh what yeah. I so, think I mean, too, like that's why like you know, you said it earlier in this conversation about how, like, you know, it's sad now that he's that he's died. People are starting to tell stories about him that, that it, this stuff that we never knew. And I, you see it yeah. pop up everywhere now. Like, 
you know, I saw a story, I think it was a Lakers PR person that would basically said, you know, I can only tell this story, these stories now that he's not here because he'd get too mad. But when he'd go to towns, man, he'd go visit. I mean, they had, you know, kids hospitals would call and see if he'd come over. And I, I read one, he was in Phoenix and went over for a kid, and, you know, uh, they thought he'd just send some autograph stuff, but they said, no, he's coming. And, you know, he wouldn't allow any PR. And you couldn't tell anybody. And so he'd go over there. And the lady said when he got back in the car, after he spent like three hours with this kid, he got back in the car and said, what do you need? How much money is it going to cost? I'll pay for it all. And, you know, it was just stuff like that. And apparently he did that in every city he went to. And all those stories are starting to come out. It's like I get why he wanted his privacy with that stuff. But it's just it sucks that we learn about that now. Now that he's gone, yeah. right? Because that, I mean, yeah. that was him. That was him all along. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Now, that we, now that he's dead, and we'll we, get to hear all the stories. A kid had a funeral for a fish. He went to it. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, so it, it, it was, it's going to be, it, it, you know, it, it'll be interesting as those stories start to creep out and, and, and people talk more and more. You know, I've, I've, the one thing I have kind of followed is how, you know, how people talk about Colorado and how they talk about his, you know, his legal stuff early and some early things like that. And I, you know, I read a couple of things where people said, you know, we need to talk about it because that shaped him as a person and that, you know, that yeah. shaped him, that shaped him and his family. And, yeah. you know, it was, you know, people like to joke about it. You know, I got a good friend that always likes to give me a hard time about it, but it's just like, like at some point in time, whatever happened, you know, changed his life and, and he became a different person because of it. So to that, to your point yeah. about how he was always learning, like he learned from that, he learned from his own life experiences and stuff. Yeah. And, Cause that, and cause that, that had a, a domino effect. They had a real sure. domino effect in his, do, in his documentary. Yeah. He mentioned that, you know, he sat there and said that event put so much stress on things to where he, Vanessa was pregnant. Yeah. Was so much stress made a miscarriage. So I mean, huh? like he could have, he, he could have six daughters. You know, he could have huh? that could have been his son. Yeah. That could have been his son right there. So he looked at it like, man, I put her through so much on that. He had, a, he, I mean, that was that was a big learning curve, man. Big learning curve. Yeah, and you big see her. Curve. She came out right before you, right before we came on. She she put a statement out. I can't even I saw, imagine. I, yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, like, I, I mean, this is not tra- tragedy is tragedy, but. You know, not only is this lady having to deal with the loss of her husband, but the loss of her daughter too, man. I can't even. Right. And you got right. families that are broken up; they're on that helicopter. It's just, it, right. it will. And it you, will you find out things like, like, like I heard that Kobe and his mom wasn't all the way on good terms. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that right there is like you don't want to hear that stuff that early, but it's like that is. I mean, it's like, man, yeah. that's. You know what I'm saying? Like you had, you know, I think Vanessa's family didn't really get down yeah. with. Kobe's family, something you know, it's just like, uh, you see, like, where, uh, but I think, but when you know, again, I think it, it will be interesting because Kobe had such a impact on people's lives. Like one of the things, maybe, maybe, hopefully, we come out of it, and hopefully, it's not something we think about for a week, and then, and then we forget right. about. But like, did you see where uh, Perkins won the various beef with Durant? He's like, it's not yeah, working. Yeah, that was it's not working. Yeah, it's, it's not working. And that's yeah, been a big awareness to things to where yeah. like. I was, it was a flight attendant. And, you know, I I kind of would – I was 60-40. I was 60-40. A flight attendant or, or a person before they get on the plane was at one of the microphone, and then she was at LAX. And she was sitting there telling everybody, you know, you know, we had a tragedy. Kobe Bryant's a legend. 
you know, you know, make sure you call your loved ones, tell them you love them, and that stuff like that. And you had a big, you had a percentage of people sitting there going, "Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that before I get on the plane." Or why she do that for stuff like that? Like, do you call your loved ones before you get on the plane? Yeah. Or you know, she's filled with emotion. You know, if right. she probably wouldn't have never said that if Kobe didn't die in a helicopter crash. You know, what I'm saying she was just sitting there saying, like, man, like, I just feel this need to sit there and say, like, man, like, call your loved ones. Yeah. And I kind of felt, but then I feel the other side because you have people with anxiety and stuff like that. So you feel like, yeah, why she saying that? Something wrong <laughs> yeah. with the plane? Like, we got a propeller out. Like, hey, what's wrong with those engines? Like, so I, I had that percentage of saying, like, I could dig the other part of people. Right. Like, I'm not trying to hear her give me a speech telling me to call my loved ones before I get on the plane because now I'm going to be sitting there in my head, like, is it my last plane ride? Like, people get like it. So, I mean, that's what like, I said because I, I, don't, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to fly. I don't like to fly. I certainly wouldn't get in a helicopter, but I don't like to fly. My wife was in D.C. and she called and I said, you think it was hard to get me on an airplane before? You were not a Kobe died in a helicopter crash. You could be hard-pressed to get me on an airplane anytime soon. Yeah. It's just – but I think, too, even Shaq, you know, Shaq said, you know, like, he's just mad he wasted those years with them fighting and stuff. But, and that's the yeah. thing, too. So maybe, maybe, and hopefully, again, you know, we're such a fleeting society now, but I feel like – Something about Kobe's death, maybe, maybe it turned turned a switch in people, just the, all this fighting and all this arguing and debating and all this nonsense. Like, you know, we'll, at the end of the day, like let's just let's just have fun with it. Don't don't change your life or don't get angry at people for for dumbass shit because you don't know what's going yeah. on. And he yeah. was so so known and so sort of loved that, you know, hopefully maybe people will take advantage of it. Just say, you know, we're not going to let him die in vain in all of this. So we got to make You actually had people battling with themselves, and you had people battling that just wasn't going to be feel no type of sadness over a celebrity dying or or somebody famous. You had people battling with themselves, like, damn, should I be this sad? You yeah. had people sitting there saying, like, you had people sitting there saying, like, I mean, he ain't do shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, you know, you had people literally like. I mean, like, I don't give a shit Kobe died. And that's sad, wrong, and everything because those same people will sit there and be sad about 9-11. But, that was, right. yeah, that's a big number of people died, but this is nine people. Yeah. And, you know, those families that, that – and, and then you got Kobe, you know what I'm saying? But this person stood out because of his, his career and things like that, but he didn't piss it away. He didn't, he didn't underachieve it. He wanted to be – the person he was wanting to be and with the mistakes and everything, like you said, with Colorado yeah. and all that stuff, like go through that wall and still be that person to say that people honestly said that after the Colorado thing, he got the settlement and all that. People yeah. like, people gonna hate him. People gonna hate him. People gonna hate him all the way till he retire. And look at this. Yeah, he retired last game. You couldn't find a place to freaking park uh, 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 a roach couldn't uh, sit down in that Staples Center in his last game when he scored sixty points. But we were so still I mean, talking like, about like we were still talking about in the off season, like okay, we got LeBron and AD. Could Kobe come back and give us twenty minutes off the yes. bench? Like, like, <laughs> like we would we would have been hanging on that till he was sixty. <laughs> like we'd have been yes. always like, man, Kobe, you like this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, Kobe's working out. Gotta, yeah, exactly. gotta, he's got to be probably like, let me see if I can still jab step real quick. You know, I was like, hey, Kobe probably still probably good in shape, but 
Oh, I, I knew whenever his wife came out was like, he's not playing. I said, yeah, he's That's not it. playing. Yeah, he's not playing. He's, he's not playing. I said that. I said, Vanessa has spoken. And yeah, then she was done. Yeah. Kimmel asked him. He was like, no, I, I'm not asked. I'm not yeah. playing. Like, I'm not, he's, I'm not doing the big three. He's, I'm not doing a big three. not doing nothing. I said, damn it. I said, we just got to deal with Bruce Wayne Kobe. That's like, right. And, he, and, he, and that's what he, he – that's what he was, you know. So everything was state of the art, or or this high black suit, high tech. This, you know, Ferrari pulling up or helicopter. You got, you know, the Mamba mentality, the movement, the commercial with Kanye West. Like he's had some of the best content. He was he wrote ads for Nike, and you right. people don't even know. Yeah, he's yeah. his 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 career his career is something to be. You're like, wow, man, like. Like Kobe jumped over a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What? He did what? Yeah. You know, Jerry West called him going, Kobe, what are you doing? You know, he 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 did things to where when people want to, you know, get back to that debate and all that stuff like that, I hope the respect is more broadened because people might learn some things. Cause you had people just hate Kobe, like Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons came admit it, you know. He said, I hated Kobe because I was a Celtics fan, but I didn't, you know, I just always wanted to, to, to say this one thing about him. But he said, you look at how the players are always right. Yeah. And he said, the players are always Kobe guys. He said, Oh, yeah. I thought he could be this big asshole. I thought people was going to be like, Oh, no, fuck Kobe or something <laughs> like that. But nope. The whole league is like, Oh, Kobe, that's that guy. He's yeah, like, think, damn! I had to I had to be like, okay, Kobe, you win. Yeah, I think I think Kobe was going to end up, and I I equated, you know, again, growing up a Lakers fan, I didn't know any better. Like, you know, I hated the Celtics, right? It was the eighties, Magic mm-hmm. versus Bird. I hated Larry Bird, but as I've gotten older and I've watched basketball and I've read about Larry Bird, there's not literally a player I've turned to you know, 180 degrees on that. I respect more than Larry Bird. Like, that's my yeah. dude to, like, watch and to hear, hear him about his trash talking and listen to all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. how smart he was and how good he was. It's like, man, that dude was the that dude was legit. That's how people would have turned on Kobe. And we'll turn on Kobe, I think, as he gets sort of – as we get out of it, right? And you start looking at it and realizing what all he was actually doing that, that we didn't realize in the moment in time and, and how, yeah. how much he – people – wanted to play against him because they respected him so much. They hated him. They wanted to beat him, but they couldn't. And absolutely, you know, and he was the ultimate trash talker. He, he, but at the end of the day, you know, half his trash talking was him just staring at you. It was just him yeah. just staring at you. Yeah. He didn't yeah. have to say a word. Yeah. And like Dwayne Wade said, like, you got to understand that the media made a lot of narratives. He was like, we would just sure. want to get Kobe to be like, nice move. Or good yeah, play. Sure. He said, yeah. Kobe Bryant called me and asked me about how to stop Orlando's, you know, blitz attack the pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I get around it? He like, Kobe called me. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, like, that that right there stands out to me, man, because it just – you got a guy that, that was supposed to be an asshole. I'm, I kind of keep saying this. You got a guy that was supposed to be uh, – Chris Broussard said, like, I was worried about Kobe Bryant, about what was he going to be like after basketball. Like, was he going to be like in a gym? Like just you know, like like entrenched, like damn, I got I ain't playing basketball. I'm just shoot jumpers. Like, was he going to stare at a wall and be like, oh, I'm not playing basketball? Was he going to be lost and not know what to do? Like he even said, Chris Broussard was. Like, I was worried about Kobe. Life yeah. after basketball, people thought that he was going to be like this aloof, 
you know, just, you know, like guy like, ah, you know, not approachable. And then here he's approachable, a philanthropist, or whatever you want to call it, dad, you know, to the max. Yeah. Boom, all of it. This came to be a different. This came to be a different person, and it was like I was part of that group. Like, how can somebody that competitive, who cares that much about it, who spends every waking moment, like, what are you supposed to do with yourself? And he just put himself into his kids and into the, into the uh, documentaries and into the book, and he just moved on with life. He just moved on. He was going to start fate. Basically, he was getting ready to start. There was, you know, three. You know, obviously his childhood, but he had. The chapter in his life that was number eight, the chapter in his life that was number 24, and he was starting another chapter in his life, and that's what he was doing. Uh, and it was going to be awesome. It was going to be awesome. And I'd have been right there, fan number one all along the way. Uh, I'd have bought every what's product your, he was trying to sell. Yeah. What's, what's, your, what's your favorite Kobe story that's not on the court? That's far as saying, like, people, like, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 or say gym stories or saying, like, that, that competitive fire story. Yeah, I mean, I think I think. Yeah, I mean, I I think the the stuff that I've read about, you know, Kobe and his it's not on the court, but how he behaved at practice and those years in which he couldn't practice as much and he'd come on the court and he'd just start dogging everybody and and push them and then you know at the at the end of the day I think the thing that that I I can't remember where he was. It was, it was in a away stadium or something like that. And a, and a janitor came in. He said, you know, I came in and I unlocked everything. And, you know, I hear somebody bouncing a basketball court. You know, the game was at 7 o'clock and it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And there's Kobe shoot, shooting jumpers. And he said, I was the first person in the building and Kobe was already there shooting jumpers. And I was the last person to leave after the game. And Kobe was still there shooting jumpers. <laughs> and so it was just like he, he played on played before the game, played the game, and then went back and practice afterwards. And, I mean, maybe it was – I don't know if it was Milwaukee. I can't remember where it was, but it was someplace like that. And he just he just lived to play basketball. I mean, I think those are the – I'm starting to – now that, you know, reading a little bit more stuff and, and hearing about some of the stuff off the court, like I said, that, you know, where he would go visit kids' hospitals and stuff that we never knew about. At the end of the day, that will end up being my favorite stuff, but – just his yeah. pure drive, drive and dedication, and there was no, you know, especially sort of after Colorado, it was just basketball. Man. It, it was just, yeah. it was just basketball for him. And um, you know, you hear I about him watching it. films with people and and that kind of stuff. But I yeah. think more than more than anything else, I just, I just love, I just love watching the dude press conferences and everything. Like I caught right. it all. Yeah. You you would stop. You would just stop. Like, oh, Kobe, you know, if you press play, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just sacrifice this three minutes and play real quick. Yeah. yeah. Talk. But my favorite was the – it was the the elbow and, like, the Dwayne – it was always like Dwayne Wade. It's like the the two stories with Dwayne Wade. Yeah. It was the el- when he hit his elbow. His elbow, yeah. Jump, and he was like, I'm going to shoot. He got somebody to sit there. And this was in Miami. Yeah. He got somebody to sit there and to get hit his elbow while he shot jumpers. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want you to hit me a right elbow just right here while I shoot these jumpers. I'm going to get these up real quick. Yeah. And then he sit there whenever Dwayne Wade broke this man's nose, which I was so pissed off that night. I was cussing the <laughs> Wait, wait, every cuss word in the damn book. Yeah. I said, I said, damn, wait. 
just shit. Yeah. I was man, I was so mad. But he called Kobe and was like, man, my bad. I didn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He said, Kobe said, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Like, what? That's those two right there. It's just like it it involves Dwayne Wade. But it's yeah. just like those two right there, I was like, this man had a man, he had, had somebody that was like a person that was just like a Laker rep that was just there. Right. Like, right. Come right here, my elbow, please. I need to get these shots up. Bastard hit me in my elbow and I missed. Yeah. <laughs> I need well, you. I just this dude probably like, damn, I'm about to go back to the hotel. Like, oh, gonna give me something to drink. Like I just can't imagine there'll be there'll be another another personality or person like Kobe to come through the NBA, right? I mean, and it's not fair to compare people, but it's just like we think about back, you know, from day one to, to the last day, um, 20 years, same team, all the championships, all the stuff on the court, off the court. It just, I mean, it, it was it was perfect for L.A., right? I mean, it was perfect. He was the perfect person for, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And mm-hmm. it was just, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm still. This has helped, like, cause I, like I said, I hadn't talked about it at all. But it's really, yeah. it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I'm being interested to see how I come through it, how people come through it, who just, you know, I'm still not yeah. quite sure that I believe that I won't get to see Kobe again <laughs> on TV or something like that. But yeah, but, that's why the trivia thing, like I said, the detail was starting to get good. I was starting, yeah. you know, because at first I was like, that's nice, Kobe, but I can't waste. I can't watch that. You know, but it started getting where it was like, okay, I'm watch it a little bit because now I want to see what he's what he's talking about, stuff like that. And just right. the fact that how he put that together and he got Peyton Manning and then he got uh Daniel Cormier with the MMA, and you know, he was gonna start getting more people incorporated into that. And 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 uh but it just the ideas that this dude came up with and things like that, I mean like ESPN was like, yeah, Kobe, <laughs> come here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and then you got like, did uh, the, the uh, what was it? Uh, you had you had Dwight Howard going back to LA. Yeah. <laughs> like it, trying to get Kobe's good graces, trying to reach out and trying to like you know be like man like and you know I'm I'm glad that Kobe didn't act negative towards that. And, you know, and it was crazy that Dwight Howard was sitting there wanting people to get Kobe to come to All-Star Weekend and help him out with the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, now I'm really voting for Dwight Howard at a dunk contest. And, and, but it's just like, man, like, I, it's wild, it's wild to to where I did not believe that this man or nine or eight other people were dead for an hour. For an hour. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a damn lie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. And it's just, you know, and that's the thing, too. And that's what, you know, try to keep in, in in focus. Like, you know, and it's hard, too. Like, I can't imagine what the the families of the, the other folks, you know, the other people on the plane. And, and uh, because, you know, they, their lives are, are turned upside down and, and destroyed, too. Right. But... It's all about Kobe, right? It's all about Kobe. And I think, like, even Vanessa's note tonight talking about the other families and what they're going through and and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's going to take it because, 
you know, regardless of whether Kobe Bryant was on the plane or not, or the helicopter or not, I mean, this was just a tragic. You're talking about young, young women who who passed away, young families. But you know, when you yeah, think about the grand scheme, yeah, the grand scheme of big picture, like when all the when all the dust settles and and everything goes down and people go back to playing basketball and you know we're into you know you and I are sitting talking about getting ready to playoffs getting ready to start and all that kind of stuff yeah. I don't it, it will be you know it, it'll be weird to have a you know a Lakers running a playoffs without Kobe, getting Kobe's opinion on it and things like that you know they talked about the whole thing like this is going to be it's going to be it's not going it's not going to go away anytime soon the NBA had a dark time, which yeah. it was bad because, like, uh, I mean, like, that was pretty big. I mean, that was pretty significant when Monty Williams' uh, wife was killed yeah. in that car accident. Yeah. That was not – that. I mean, that was like – I was like, damn, that sucks, man. Like, that's an assistant coach for a team. In foot, yeah. An assistant coach. You know, that, that's somebody that where we's like, we know who Monty Williams is. We know who Monty Williams was, so it's just right. like – like damn, his wife got it was it was just his wife or wife and somebody else or somebody yeah. like that. But like I, I was like damn, like in that OKC took them to the playoffs, right? You know what I'm saying? Like and, and you know they they was trying you know trying to build off of that. So I mean you had we've had Popovich's wife, which Pop you know wife, what I'm saying yeah. kind of like that. But you have had things where you're like wow, Lynn Bias, you know what I'm saying yeah. back in the 80s. You feel like things like that where you like. But Kobe Bryant, 20 years, same team, but just being the uh, the ambassador of the NBA for a hot, you know what I'm saying, post-career, yeah. for a hot, you know what I'm saying, four years where we was like, man, the next five years, Kobe Bryant is going to be on top of the world. Yeah. And, and and that man is gone. And and I saw the interview with the with the one, the uh, with the, the um, Mauser, I think I'm sorry, uh, Mauser. The, I think it was that husband. Oh yeah, with the, with, the, with the two other, with the three other kids. Like just thinking, like what you know, what I'm saying, like what you gonna, you know, what you gonna, how you gonna like continue on raising kids? Right. You probably like you, you the the mom is, is is that. I just you know I'm like damn man like that would be tough to sit there and be like uh, proms and all sure. that stuff like that. And, and then you got uh, then you got with the uh, um, you know I think it, it's it, it's the but was it Otto Belly with the Otto yeah. Belly yeah with that family yeah. you just got two teenagers now with that's, nobody okay. that's 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 the one that breaks me down like I don't, I don't that makes me man yeah. I'm like God dog they have no nobody parents. no parents no parents you know and I think too that dude like that um you know a lot of that guy was a you know. Not a big deal in the baseball, but even Major League Baseball, like he, he helped guys get into Major League Baseball. Like this guy was, yeah. he was a, he was a great coach. He was a, a good mentor, and and yeah. But I mean, to the fact that they left kids, and it's just like, what what's gonna happen now? Like, you know, Vanessa Bryant, she's gonna go through hell and back, right? But she's yeah. not. She 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 got you know she's set up. She'll have. You know, and money's not everything, but you know, you think right. about these two teenagers, like they're like, what are they supposed to do now? Here's the thing: the, the cynical part is going to come out to where you know, of course, it's going to be some type of suit. I mean, like, oh yeah, 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 
saying? And I, I'm not sitting there trying to make a big long thing, but that's 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 real shit. I mean, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, some when it, when the rough get the rough, right? Be like, hey, so you already know to prevent that or to sit there and say, hey, but you already know Vanessa Bryant and, and everything's gonna have things set up to where I think there a lot of things are gonna be okay. And then you know, I, think, I agree with you, and she's the she's she's interesting and not interested in all this, but like, you know, we don't know a lot about her, right? I mean, like, we other than Colorado, she really sat in the back until a little bit later in her career, where she started to come out a little bit, to come out and, and be around a little bit more. But uh, and uh, of course, she had that stuff with Carl Malone, right? Remember, remember Carl Malone mm-hmm. tried to hit on her, and <laughs> kind of ended that ended that that real quick, but. Um, Real quick, but but she she's really kind of an unknown. She's a very quiet lady. She you know the you know kept to herself. She didn't hit the limelight. Like I don't follow the you know L.A. celebs, all that kind of stuff. But you never saw her out and about. She didn't you know come around at all the games. And she didn't. They didn't go to the Oscars and the Grammy. They didn't do all that kind of stuff. At least I never saw it. So it'll be interesting to see what role she takes now and how she and how she goes forward with this. You know, my guess is for a long time she'll want to be private. I certainly would. Nobody could nobody could shame her for that. But my guess is is that that she will take care of everybody that needs to be taken care of. And uh, right. that's what she's done. I mean she's and Kobe self, you know, he admitted that like he, he wasn't a bad dad, but he wasn't around. Like she raised those kids and, and that you know, she did that and she took care of the families and and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And from all accounts, right. she's an amazing person. And it'll be, you know, and she, and she's, we'll not Laura London. She she's not Laura London. So she ain't seen no spotlight like that. Same no. with the movies and stuff like yeah. that. She's Kobe Bryant's wife. So, like you said, yeah. all the spotlights she had it was Colorado and getting the oh. ring, that big time ring and all that stuff like that. And then, you know, the, the divorce thing and all that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, it was like, it's, it's like, we're not, we're not, we, as far as how the brands go, it's kind of like when Michael Jackson died, you know, we blanket Paris and all those kids. Like we don't see those kids. We don't nah. hear nothing about yeah. them. You know, we don't see. We might see them on a uh, paparazzi magazine yeah. at, the, at the, the checkout line at the grocery store, but we don't. We with Kobe Bryant gone, or like saying like Michael Jackson, we would have saw blanket Paris more or something like that. Yeah. With Kobe Bryant gone, we're not going to see. Italian. We're not going to see those. We're not going to see them out things like this. Of course, here in the next coming months to say a year or so, they're going to come to ceremonies. They're going to come to things. They're going to get honored with things. They're going to come to awards and stuff. That's going to to go to where they got to live their life. And you know what I'm saying? That sucks because that's something that Kobe Bryant was like, hey, you got to, when things happen, you know, things, terrible things happen or whatever, you got to just put one foot in front of the other. And that's something to say when this man's gone and you got to be able to get over that. Yeah. And it's like the whole, you know, the, and you know, I, I'm thinking of like how it affected the world, but Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, there was a kid with a basketball sitting out. When, when a kid, it was a, it was a, it was, I would say when the video looked, the person was older, say, had to be in their like 20s, like yeah. early 20s, maybe mid 20s, something like that. Sitting there with a basketball, just sitting in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I mean, you see things like that of how people are really affected. You know, what I'm saying like it's it's shit. 
I mean, that's why I watched. I binge watched him just to sit there and be like, man, let me just be entertained for a minute because like he's gone. And it's like, as far as what we was going to see in the second act, I mean, I might as well watch the first act. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'll get there. I think, you know, I'm, <laughs> I was one of those people you talked about that was just like, okay, you didn't know this dude. You, you know, you can't, you can't, you got no right to more celebrity. You got, you know, families destroyed and, and, and people who, who knew him and who loved him and, and all that. But, but I think too, I, you know, what it was, was it was, uh, I started thinking today, you know, no, we were going to do the show and stuff and started reading a little bit more. And it was just a, it's not so much that it's just taking time to be appreciative of the entertainment he brought into our lives. Right. I mean, that's what it was too. Like, you know, we all, everybody deals with their own day-to-day shit, right? We all deal with our own day-to-day lives, whatever's going on in the world, but it all stops when you turn on a Laker game. Right? It's just like, okay, yeah. I'm going to watch this Laker game and not worry yeah. about it. That's what sports, that's what entertainment Jack does. Nichols there. Yeah. Jack, Jack Nichols is there. He's standing up like, woo, Kobe. He like, Kobe did it again, yeah. you know. He got yeah. a dunk. He yeah. came down. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm one of those super superstitious person people. Like, I, you know, would drink a certain drink and, and eat a certain meal during basketball games. Like, I was part of the team. Like, that was my part of the team. But just thinking about how much, like, fun I got to have and how much of sort of everyday life I got to sort of ignore for a minute while I was watching Kobe Bryant play basketball. I mean, yeah, that, that's bad. I, I mean your emotions, you know how many emotions did you go through watching Kobe? Oh. Pass the ball, Kobe. <laughs> all of it. All of it, right? Come on, that Kobe. Yes, like, all right, Kobe. Come on. Yeah, all yeah. right. That, that's what you do. All right. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Don't try it. I mean like everything, man. You went through well, that's what it was. Like, it was the same thing. Like, he'd go, you know, he'd go six for 24 or something like that, but, you know, scored 18. And, you know, I mean, but he'll get 13 rebounds. He'll get 13 boards. But, but I'd curse him. I'd be like, damn it, dude, stop, stop. Don't take that shot. Stop doing that. Pass <laughs> yeah. the ball. And then I'd see, then I'd see somebody. They'd be like, man, Kobe's inefficient. I was like, you better watch your mouth. Don't you ever talk yeah. bad about Kobe Bryant? Again, like, I talked about it. It was like yeah, three, three rebounds, motherfucker. <laughs> You know, yeah, what I'm like, yeah, exactly. It was like defending. It was like defending family. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe he shot twenty five percent, man. But you see that one shot he made? Like it was just. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It, it really I've, I've, I've called people things over Kobe Bryant. I've called people things. Oh over Kobe yeah. I, I, you know, I'd be like, you know, you'd be like, you dumbass. You know, or yeah. you'd be like, now shut your dumbass up. You'd be like, I never said that any other time, but you yeah. just said Kobe Brown was shitty, or you said Kobe Brown was a ball, or you said Kobe this and this shit. And then you got me mad, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was easy. It's easy. It's easy. And I used to, friends made fun of me. They're like, yeah, it's easy to make you mad. Like, all I got to do is talk bad about Kobe. I'm like, you damn right. Yeah. You better watch your mouth. You better watch your mouth. And, uh, just days ago, even before this, I can remember having arguments about, about Kobe, especially as LeBron got ready to pass him on the list and, and all that kind of stuff. And the LeBron Kobe debate started back up again. And then, you know, I, I always found a hard place in that because Kobe will always be my guy, but I try to be, I, I always say to you, I always, you know, people have all time lists and stuff. I put Kobe lower because, because I feel like I, I want to put him number one, right? Because that's, he's my, that's my man. But so I try yeah. to almost, I almost punish him on the list because, you know, uh, of, uh, I don't want to be too, I don't be too biased, but he'll always yeah, he's be definitely, he's yeah. I just, I just think whenever you can say that Kobe Bryant is a top 10 player, it's good enough for me. 
Well, and I, and, and again, I will, I will go for I it. This has, I think he's a top five player. Yeah, I'll put him five or seven. You know what I'm saying? So I always yeah. say five or seven, top five, top ten is always good with me. But you know, uh, with Kobe Bryant, I always say with Michael Jordan, one of the greatest stories in basketball is Michael Jordan. That's why I cannot wait for this Netflix documentary here. The ESPN. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that one is going to be crazy. It's just like a two-part or whatever like that. That big deal. But um, Kobe Bryant got the best – he's the best NBA superstar. I think – I think he's – like, if you want to talk about, like, and how time goes with technology or, you know, just, just him being in that, that run of 90 for, say, for, say, for 2000 all the way to 2000 – shit – to 2000, what? Uh, uh, he's retired in 16, uh, no, 17, he retired in that. And what he continued on doing, what I'm saying is that if you talk about a superstar that blossomed to a superstar at a very young age, oh, and, yeah. and knowing LeBron James was one first game in the NBA. I know Kobe had time on the bench. But what I'm saying is that look at the superstar story. LeBron James, his story, I would say kind of it, it, it competes with Michael Jordan saying that's a story. You know, saying Gloria James and LeBron, they're not they're in a ghetto, you know, saying like they're trying to make it out. He's ultra athletic. All of a sudden, the man's dunking at nine years old. Then he goes up and, and you know, LeBron James story goes, but Kobe Bryant was a guy that that came from Italy to Philly. Yeah. Just, he was already not living a bad life. He was like, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I just gotta fit in. But he took basketball and went nuts. Right. And that's what his that was his car to drive through life to get to the person that he was to the day he died. That's a superstar story because Kobe Bryant was going to be great no matter what, and that's what he said in his one of the interviews. He said, "I knew I was going to win a title." I yeah. knew what I was going to do today. He said, I was scared of what was going to be after that and how I was going to attack my next endeavors. And then he said, look at this, what I'm doing. I'm more nervous of doing this than I did in the NBA. Yeah. Because he knew what was he was going to do. Sure. Yeah. I think he set his mind to it. And that's what goes back to, like, you know, and at the end of it all, the the for, for those of us who aren't his family and aren't his close friends, the the – Sadness of this is what what he had left to give, um, what he had left to give, and to the world essentially. And uh, so I think that to me, uh, when I think about it, what I get that's what I get most sad about. Because again, not being an immediate family, immediate friend, like they've got they got different you know uh, things to worry about with all this and how they you know come back in their lives. But just for those of us in the world who were just fans and and followed him and and just people in the world like. I mean, what what he what he was going to do, whatever he wanted to do, he was going to be great at it, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And and if he wasn't, he would be the first to admit it. He'd make himself better. Like details, right? That was a good example. Like that show started off terrible. Let's all be honest with ourselves. It was not great. Um, But he listened. He got better and it became, you know, must watch TV. And so it was it it really was like he was going to whatever he put his mind to, he was going to be great. And we're not going to get that and we're just not going to get it. So that's the thing I can't quite get over right now is 
I, we can go back right now. We can watch any old Kobe Kobe Bryant basketball game. We can watch any game, All Star game, dunk contest, finals game, regular season game. We'll always have all that, but we won't we won't know what could have been um, with what he was going to do in the world. And that that to me is the thing that probably bothers me the most because there was another forty years of greatness out of him. It was just going to be it wasn't going to be on the basketball court. It was going to be someplace else. Yeah, and we was gonna see if we was gonna see his kids box, and we was gonna yeah. see one box from a TV because she was gonna play basketball because that's what she wanted to do. That's what I she mean, wanted to do. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. that kills me the most. That kills me the most because that that's that little push off and jumper. Yeah, that yeah. that um, that that conversation that they were having at that game that you could sit there oh, with, yeah. that with nothing down at all. Yeah, the uh, the, the 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 look that she had. Whenever she just walked into a like, I loved how whenever they walked into a game and they showed them walking in together, just her face. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. like, like, look at this man. Like, Loving. He knew like my dad ain't gonna have no son, or we ain't got no no brother. Yeah, nothing about yeah. I got, I, I got, got this. Yeah. I'm gonna be that Tom Gross. He and Hills dribbling, shooting every versus. You know, what I'm saying like standing under the rim, shooting under the basket. She's taking the ball behind her back. <laughs> exactly. Kobe Bryant. That's yeah. that was Kobe. That was Kobe. That's right. That's right. But that was but that was Gianna Bryant. And she yeah. was gonna be playing for UConn. She was that gonna was be it? was gonna be that fun to watch in the in the in the so damn it, it pisses me off. The WNBA is now trending up thanks to Kobe. Yeah. And like you said, the things he said and things are pushing the league. And you got other players too. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys, but he kind of took the lead of attending games right. and, and right. tweeting about it and pushing it and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And then you end up making it to where Kobe Bryant daughter goes up, yeah. goes to you, stars there, goes to WNBA, and you got Kobe Bryant somewhere in the linking of that. Think how big the WNBA was going to be. I mean, it was like, going to yeah, it was going, it was going to, it was going to get up there. And I, yeah. Again, I think it's going to be the 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 what would have been, but because uh, he but, was all about women, like he was all, all about late. This girls. is girls, like he, man. He was going. Yeah, he, that, that was, was going to be it, man. Yeah. He wasn't going to let his girls grow up in a world in which they couldn't do what he did, and right. uh, that was that was going to be his thing. And but I think you know, well, I don't know. I, I'm going to be – it's going to be hard. It'll be hard to watch basketball in general. We'll do it because, you know, we'll get our mind off of it. And, again, like I said, remember that, that he was an entertainer. And, and If I didn't have this podcast. Yeah. If I didn't have this We can hopefully maybe – and, again, this is, this is it, meaningless nonsense. But at some point, you and I can jump back on here and do a, a, an actual, like, basketball podcast and we can talk about yeah. how – LeBron decided yeah. that LeBron decided that there was no way he wasn't going to let the Lakers win a championship in the year that Kobe Bryant died. So, right. like, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. you know, you know that's there. We're a force of nature. And, you know, yeah. Giannis is too. Giannis is too. Yeah. Yeah. And Giannis it's going to be, it's, I mean, bad, bad. and that's the, that's the thing too. And I think that's the thing that, that we think about it all. Like, basketball is at its peak right now. And uh, yeah. that's partly because of him, but so yeah. well, we'll finish up yeah. the sad stuff, and we'll 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 hit, we'll hit up a <laughs> we got to hit up a basketball yeah. pod here soon. Yeah, definitely, that's, that's definitely coming in the future. We definitely with the Super Bowl coming up, 
Uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get John over the street on here. Yeah, you all talk about. I can't talk about football with you, but, but we get on here talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'll be hard pressed. I, 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 I will. I will tell you this. I will. I'm gonna. I'm I'm the Kobe Bryant thing is. I'm glad I didn't. You know, um, I ain't get too sad on this. On this talking about this thing, but Kobe Bryant, my my favorite. I would say. My like my like the one thing I think of whenever it's like Kobe Bryant, other than that game four against the Pacers or something like that, is that how in the hell or just like when you when you think it like I remember my dad called me because I didn't see it, you know what I'm saying, whatever like that, but like Kobe Bryant when he is in New York playing against the, the fucking New York Knicks, and you think of Dr. J, Chris Broussard said this. When you think of Dr. J doing the layup, sticking the arm out, bringing it back in with that. But Kobe Bryant did it with a dunk. With a dunk, yep. And I saw the thing about my dad calling me going, man, Kobe Bryant. I'm like, Real what? Good, he man. like, Kobe Bryant. I'm like, what are you talking about? He like, you ain't seen what he did? I said, no, I ain't seen what he did. Man, you ain't see what he did. I mean, he's sitting there acting like, like I'm about to get a whooping. Like he like, yeah. I can't believe you see what he did. I cannot believe you, man. You talk. I'm like, Dad, I was busy. Like, I don't know. I said, what he do? He said, man, when you turn on sports here, you gonna see. Turn on sports here. He's hanging in the air, leaning with yeah. a body lean, <laughs> with a windmill. Man, too much, man. He was great. He was great, but like I said, we'll always have the entertainment stuff to hang back on. We'll always be able to do it, but it's one of it's one to take some time to get over. But you know, I think it's all about it's all about appreciating. That's the other thing too. Like if we can get out of this world of like this idea of always having a debate, man, and it's like we always say, like you know, people want to argue LeBron better than Kobe's Kobe better than Jordan, all this kind of stuff. Why? Let's just appreciate it. Like let's just appreciate yeah. watching these dudes being the best in the world or what That's they do. Right. That's right. the key. That's, right. that's what I'm gonna that's take away key. from it. That's what I'm gonna take away from it. And, yeah, and, uh, and yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that I was able to do this episode with you, man. Me too, man. Because this helped me. I'll be honest with you. It helped. I, like I said, you know this. I I hadn't talked about. It. I hadn't talked about. It. So yeah. it was helpful. I had I had to practice the opening of this <laughs> because I because I was gonna get you know I for real did I was coming down in the car and I was like soft straight talk show. <laughs> And I did that whole January twenty eighth thing. I, I I was oh shit. Okay, let me get my let me get that out. And I get that out, and I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's it's real. Like I said, man. I, I my aunt Pat, man. That's somebody that I lost. You know this month where it's like that. You know what I'm saying? That hurt. And so it's just like like I said, death. Whenever it travels like that, yeah. And it don't matter who it is. You think about your own mortality. You think about your parents. You think about you know you still got them and all stuff like that. So it's just like. It's like, man, like death is a mug, man. And it, 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 it hits you hard, especially when you get older. You know, yeah, exactly. you get older, that can hit you, man. So, I mean, I'm 32 real. years old, I'm getting older, and that, and that stuff hits me different. Yeah, it becomes real. It becomes real. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So, but all we can do but is take, but take but the closing, but it, Yes, take, yeah. Take, yeah. take the good But in closing, how Bad, or should I, I should not say how bad? So I'm, I ask you this question: How mad was you? How mad was you that they messed up Edge's spear? <laughs> Twice, brother. Twice, brother. I mean, that's the yeah. truth. So I'll be. I'll say this too. Like, like, because we could talk about this for a minute. Like, the only you know Sunday, everybody, you know, everybody's all Kobe. Everybody's watching it, brother. I watched eight hours of wrestling. 
Like I turned on all Royal Rumbles. I turned on the pre the pre Royal Rumble pre show watched all the way through because I was like, if I can watch wrestling, I cannot think about this. But yeah. we've been waiting. What like how long Ed's been gone? Nine years. Ten, ten, yeah, nine years. Yeah. Ten, ten years. I've been seeing. You know, now Roman puts on some good spears, but I've been seeing shitty spears for ten years. You know, for ten years, and here comes Edge, and you got the most high dollar production unit in the world, and they miss. And he's jacked. And he's jacked. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, man! You bring the guy back for that, and you miss it. <laughs> you miss it. Even Dolph Ziggler pissed. Even Dolph was pissed. That they yeah, missed because the thing was they was trying to get too much crowd reaction. They even messed up his interest. I mean, hell, they you did. They messed up out. his interest. Yeah. So yeah. for the people that was there, for the people that was there, got to see one of the best beers ever. Yeah, <laughs> we missed it, <laughs> and we missed it, and we won't forget it either. So and people, yeah, still- we're not, we're never gonna forget this. So they better get the, <laughs> like, they better get the editing, like on WWE Network. Yep. Get the editing match. I know the other cameras got this spirit, and y'all That's need right. to get the editing match. So when people go back to watch the Royal Rumble, no have it. Uh, they can edit out uh, Natalia's head too, because her head looked like Yada. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix head. Beth Phoenix. Yeah, my bad. I said Natalia. Beth Phoenix. Oh, she was like I couldn't tell. I was like, man, she's got all that, all that hair. Maybe it's just a little bit. No, she was gushing blood. She was good, right. and I saw it. Like I saw it because you could see it. I forget who did it. Shoot, um, the post. It was she came off that post. post. Who did it? Who was Somebody was hitting her, knocking her into the post, and they knocked her into the post. And you could see their face was like, "Ooh!" And they grabbed her immediately. Like, and I was like, "Oh, that hurts." And that then that lady stayed in the. I mean, she was a beast. She was in there for like twenty five minutes after she yeah. hit her on the post. Yeah. I mean, that, that just kind of. Yeah, it's crazy. That's my. Thing. As his wife, and they, they came back. Yeah. The same night. Oh, yeah, same time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They, 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 they was like, hey, this is epic. Because they, I noticed, uh, I was listening to heavy in the edge on their podcast, and Edge was like, I'm, I'm bouncing. Maybe he was trying to get something back right because he must have because he showed up at the Canadian pay per view. What was that when he uh, speared? Um... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he showed up on that pay per view. And yeah. came out in spirit and walked out. I said, I said, man, Edge might be coming back. Edge might be coming back. That's right. Yeah. So now it's going to be Edge and Randy Orton. I like yeah. it. Well, we got an NBA pod to do. We got a wrestling pod to do. So we got to get back on yeah. it, wrong. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, it's been fun. It's been fun. Absolutely. Hey, so we had to get this Kobe out. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we had to get it out. And, yeah. and y'all, y'all can enjoy it. And y'all can. Uh, y'all can go back and watch the highlights, watch the old games, but and and, and, and enjoy. And like I said, prayers out to all the families and all that Absolutely. stuff like that. And uh, thank you for coming on. Absolutely, I appreciate it, brother. And everybody, a good one. This is it. Later.